Welcome to the Weird Lone Girl Podcast. I am your host, Frank Gray, and I'm here with the actual Weird Lone Girl herself, Katie Lewis. Hello, everybody. And we have some fabulous, fabulous guests. We have LaTroy and Lisa Smith in the house with us today. Everybody, how you doing? This is going to be awesome. This is just going to be so great. First, I'll give give the peeps kind of the lowdown on who you guys are. First of all, they've been in the business for about 20 years, 19 years, so just about 20 years. Um, they have their own brokerage, which I think is very, very cool. It's Fine Homes RE Inc. or Fine Homes Real Estate. Uh, where you guys? What's your home base of operation? What city? Is it Vacaville or where are you guys located? Fairfield. Fairfield, okay, in Fairfield, Solano County. And uh, boy, oh boy, you guys have done about 28 transactions in the past 12 months. And I, I had asked, just so you guys know, I had asked them in the green room, you know, what, what is that? How's that? The the listing to buyer ratio. And LaTroy, you said about half to half, but maybe skewed a little more toward the listing side. So is that about sum you guys up real quick? Yeah, sounds Pretty right. much, pretty much. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, congratulations on the success. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there's... Right, Katie? I mean, we yeah, talk to a lot of agents. Guys. Yeah, every day. It's it's like to hear someone doing, you know, nearly 30 in, in the past 12 months, pretty remarkable. Like, pretty good, man. So we must pick your brains, and we must figure this whole thing out. That's what we have to do. Katie, what's the first question we have okay, for the Okay, first question. Here we go. What strategies have been most effective for you in generating leads and closing deals? Mm, strategies. Mm. Strategies. Um, I would say we have a multitude of different strategies that we use. So first and foremost, we do purchase leads. We do partner up with different lead generate, generating sources. Um, we also tap into our sphere of influence. And um, so what we've also done is we've also started doing commercials. So we had to do the whole commercial shoot and then put it on the market. And so that. Oh. Um, to specific markets um, where we where we're trying to get in or stay in and be relevant, uh, and so we've uh, targeted specific kind of like a specific buyer or a specific seller. So we're doing both buyers and sellers on the commercials, and so uh, that's another big thing that we're doing as well. Is, uh, I got I got I got to explore the commercial thing here a little bit. So first of all, purchasing some leads. So you're buying some leads, right? Are these uh, your typical ZillowRealtor.com type of um, type of purchases, basically? More Facebook, Google. Okay. And, uh, and buying some other leads that they kind of, uh, I wouldn't say uh, cold, but warm leads, uh, buying those. And, and then we have staff to help us navigate through which deals are, are you know, uh, we've got some teeth in it. And so we, uh, they say, hey, you, you might want to call these people now. Set an so, you, so you got some people pre-screening. So you've got some, you've right. got some inbound lead activity that you're purchasing. And then you've got somebody on the team that's pre-screening and going, hey, man, these guys seem like they want to have an actual con. These guys really want to have a conversation and then and talk it right so that's cool um i mean are you out of the lead sources that you're getting purchase leads from is there anyone in particular that kind of stands out you go these ones these are pretty good i would probably say the most relevant right now are probably like maybe the facebook really okay when you get when you get google leads are those are these you're doing like google ads and then they're 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 coming in that way you're paying for google advertising basically or 
Well, it's it's all actually coming through a particular source, which we're using Chime. Um, okay. Target, um, Facebook, and Google sources. Okay, using the Chime. A good portion of our leads that we're getting from is basically probably sphere of influence, so it's referral based. So okay, this whole time we've been very much referral based um, in our productivity. In gotcha. In- Gotcha. Let's Katie dropped off her internet, probably giving her trouble. I knew this was going to happen, but it's okay. Let's let's keep going. So uh, let's explore the commercials now. Are you talking like TV commercials or radio commercials? Is that what so, streaming? Streaming. So they go oh. to streaming devices, whether it's your TV, your phone, or tablet. And so when you're watching whatever programs you watch, uh, we pop up those commercials. You can't get rid of. You got to watch it to get to the other side of, of that. Mm. Uh, mm. So we stepped into that space, right? And so okay. it's, it's, it's networking, uh, network television. Um, so it goes out to you know different stations, CNN and uh, TNT, um, TBS, those type of stations. I mean, do you mind sharing with us, like, how did you get? Where did this come from? Like, who do you who who do you talk to to get started doing something like? Is there a company that like helps you get these things out there and rolled out? Yeah, so we have someone that works for a company that does just this and had been uh, asking me uh, for the last, I would say, at least five years to do it. Yeah. I had always been just saying no, no, no. And then one day I was like, you know what? Why not? And so now here we are. So we've got two commercials now uh, looking and gearing up to do a third. So what you're saying is the relentless persi- relentless persistence of a salesperson trying to get you to do these things actually paid off for that particular salesperson. Well, he also ha- happens to be one of my best friends. So. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Can you share the company name or is that sure. something you don't feel comfortable with? Spectrum. Spectrum? Spectrum. Okay, so Spectrum. So that's really cool. All right. So, well, good. There's a lot of stuff there. And you said sphere of influence. And I think we're going we're gonna to get into that in a, in a subsequent uh question here glad to have you back katie i guess the fancy studio just wasn't working huh i, I have no idea but i'm I, this should work so we're not gonna move we're gonna we are on track we're doing make it. it work well we're ready for question two so what's all right question i'm ready two? for question yeah. two you guys ready okay ready yeah do you have a niche that you use in your marketing so what that means is like you know some people go out there and they they're like the horse property person you know or the country property or the Land lot, lot lady Land lot. yeah like do you guys do anything yeah. like that any niche 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 however you say it niches 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 i would say for us because we're really big on educating our clients so a lot of them have been like maybe first time home buyers or maybe they um need a down payment assistance um something along those lines so you so with respect to a, a niche you're in your marketing or or whatever are you saying that you specialize in these these things or is that is that what you mean is like like give me give me an example of what your ad might say to to get the attention of somebody um so you know we may advertise something that, you know, along the lines of you know basically you know ask us how you can purchase a house with less than five thousand dollars down. Ah, okay. So I like it. So it's the. But also doing. Uh, we've done seminars and and going into different companies that allow us to go and speak to their employees. And so we'll do that. And a lot of them tend to tend to say, "Hey, you know, I've never bought a house before," uh, and and so they're they're unaware of the process and think that they need far more money 
than they actually do. Uh, and say so end up using one of the down payment assistance programs that helps them get in much sooner. Uh, so th this just opened up a big old can of worms for me. What do you mean you go into companies? So like, so you, you've got some, and you don't have to say any names of these companies at all, but you've got some businesses that have apparently right. a notable amount of employees right. where yeah. they've allowed you to Correct. present yourselves to them. Do you, Correct. How, how do well, you we do have, that? We, we, one, one of the um, business owners that we know uh, locally, he has um, he has a company where he has about 400 employees spread out oh, between wow. facilities. Uh, and he's allowed us to go and speak into the to these uh, companies and employees after um, they have like an employee meeting. Uh, and then we're there ready to go and speak to the um to the employees and so just tell them what we do and and how they can uh get into home ownership is this a, a zoom call kind of meeting or is this your uh, physical wow so he has a big enough facility to obviously house several if not all of his employees and you get to get up there and start talking about what you do and how you can help them yes Correct. and a lot of them don't they don't have the concept or knowledge to think that they could even purchase a home but once we get there and kind of map it out and show them how simple it can be then they're excited um and then they're ready to move forward i gotta ask how do you land a company i mean how do you land a company how do you get in with someone like that and get to the point where they say sure come on in man to my my big old meeting here i mean well you know uh this particular company that we're speaking of it it just came organically. Uh, we knew the owner, and uh, we'd known him for several, uh, for a couple of years actually, um, before he allowed us to do that. But mm. I felt comfortable enough after knowing us for a couple of years that we would, because uh, he's all about home ownership that he preaches to his employees, and he felt comfortable enough to allow us to speak to them. What like, a uh, what a cool gig! What a cool thing! So that took some time of just making really it was a couple of year of a vetting process sort of kind of on his part with you guys just making sure that you know well, these yeah, are really I mean, cool I, people I know for a fact that could not have just knocked on his door and said, yeah hey, we sell real estate let us speak to your employees yeah we'll be there tomorrow at right. the meeting yeah so it kind of cast back into the whole sphere of influence whereas you know we we met made the connection kept in contact um you know, went to different events together, events that, that, that he was hosting. And then it just kind of went from there. Once he saw how we did business, looked at us from, you know, our integrity, our character, yeah. how we were conducting ourselves. And he says, hey, you know what? You're going to be the realtors for this company. That's crazy cool. That is a good one. Man, I got to get that. I wish I had my sound effects on right now. Well, th there's going to be a big cheering sound effect right now. In fact, I hear the big cheering sound. So, yeah, that's that's a pretty epic move right there. I uh, I like that a lot. Are you, are you working more than this company? Are you trying to get into a couple of other companies as well right now? or Trying to get into a couple other companies as well. Yeah, I mean, I would say this is pretty doggone niche, you know, working with within the doing that and 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 also uh i have um uh, began working with a couple of organizations that uh that help um the black and brown community um uh, so i work with uh the oakland uh yrd which is young realtist division mm. uh, and so what they do is they help um uh teach uh, 
entrepreneurship and also real estate to uh, the younger community. And that you could be young at heart, you're young to the business, or mm. um, uh, young to the organization. But we, yeah. you know, we're going to be putting on a career day in in May, and that will be for ages 14 to 24. Uh, it's going to basically explain what. Um, uh, what we do in the, in the real estate business, whether that be, um, I would say, whether that's um, an architect or an appraiser or a real estate mm, agent, mm. Uh, there'll be vendors there, people who do the job, and they'll tell you what it is that, that they do, how they got into it, and, pay, and possibly have uh, mentorship for you. Uh, so that's one of the organizations that I'm a part of, and I'm the uh, education chair uh, with that organization. Uh, and then the Solano Realtists, uh, which are uh, more or less black professionals that are within uh, the real estate community. Uh, I'm the vice president of that organization. And so, uh, again, all this is educational. You don't have to be uh, necessarily black, but uh, we, we are very inclusive. Uh, anyone is welcome to join either one of these organizations. Uh, but it's all about education and, and bringing uh, center, synergy in real estate. I, it, this has got to be super helpful for you guys when, I don't know, when you're meeting a seller or a buyer for the first time, that kind of a thing. And I imagine you gain a lot of knowledge in, in being part of these these organizations. So it must be pretty neat to be able to have this, you know, this bucket of knowledge and being able to make use of it as needed when you're actually speaking to a, a buyer or a seller. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, that's a heck of a niche, and, and um, I like the fact that you're so involved. How many? I mean, how many hours a, a, a month or so do you think you put into these extra activities, like with this organization that you're talking about? Like a month? Yeah, or a week? Uh, or, yeah, I don't know. Like, how much time does it take? Yeah, I, I, I would break it down to per week. It's it's several uh, hours today specifically. Yeah, I'm going to Oakland uh, to a. Um, a training uh, on investors uh, for investors. Uh, that'll be at least two, three hours today. And then afterwards, I'm um, working on uh, my uh, uh, committee agenda. Uh, that'll be another, uh, the agenda yes, Goodness. probably tonight. And that, that meeting is tomorrow. So I'm preparing today for tomorrow. So I would say I just want a weekly, uh, at least 10. Really? Hours, and the, and this this all this activity benefits you, and it, it, to just to be clear, how does this benefit you? Like what? In what ways does this benefit you? This allows me to be seen as an expert in my mm. field and what I do. And mm. if you see me that way, then you're more than likely going to want to work with me at some point. Sure, some trust is built up right away, right? Immediate trust. Well, awesome stuff. I don't want to take too much time. So, what's the next question, Katie? What's up next? Uh, the next question. What is your favorite marketing method or platform? Mm, good one. Yeah, got a fave? Ooh, um... Method or platform? So, you know. Right now, I would say for us, the biggest thing is, is probably just the information that we're putting out through our Facebook business page and Instagram, as well as the commercials. So those okay. are the three that we have working continually on a regular basis. And so we have a dedicated person that handles the monitoring the, the Facebook and the Instagram, putting the post out. So we generally like to put out at least about four to five posts a week. Okay. Uh, we do a monthly newsletter. 
Um, so we're always putting out information um, for people just to kind of educate them on, on what's going on in the market. Do you have to, how, how, so you've got somebody else that's producing the content and, and getting it out for you, or at least distributing it for you, yes. publishing it for you, right? Yes. Excuse me. Are you guys though telling that, are you guys coming up with the content? Like this Facebook or Instagram uh, image needs to talk about X or are they doing that for you? So we come up with some of it. Uh, our social media person comes up with some of it her, herself. Uh, we approve everything. So everything before it goes out, we are always saying, yes, that's okay, change this. Or, mm. and so it, it's, it's a partnership uh, that we have with actually getting it out. And then some of the stuff I actually bring to her and say, hey, listen, I want you to put this out. And you know, whether it's from an event that I went to, the pictures that I've taken or mm. Uh, something of that nature but it, it's it's always us approving every single thing that goes out doesn't go is out it, to are, is this a uh, is this um a virtual assistant overseas yes. kind of thing oh it is okay good good to know yeah. do you have do you have do you have other do you have virtuals more than one virtual assistant by chance we have two you have two okay all right not, not to sidetrack katie but I, I just i'm curious so one of those virtual assistants is helping you with some marketing what's the other one help you with what do they do the other one is doing is working the database the is making the call screening oh. the calls as the leads come in database scheduling and the appointments for us okay. okay all right good to know all right all right good stuff all right well that was good um what's the next question okay uh, can you share a specific example of a challenging transaction you navigated successfully and what you learned from that experience? Kind of get that question, you know, how to so, deal that that was like, oh, my God, I can't oh believe this God. has happened. Yeah, yeah like you, through it. <laughs> you got through it. And what did you learn from it? What, what, what happened? You don't have to give us names, obviously, or anything like that. But what was the scenario? Deal where uh, the buyers were coming from the East Coast. Mm. Everything was going just perfect uh, up until basically it wasn't. Um, I, they they didn't come down to uh, um, to to see the property, so I had to go and videotape all the properties and walk through, and then I would send it to them, and they would, you know, tell me they would like it. So we found one that they liked, and uh, it was occupied by the seller. Um, long story short, when we we closed before we closed, we had made a, a, an agreement with the seller that they would, the seller would rent back for three weeks. And so we closed and then uh, actually the husband had come out because they had to start working early. Um, he come out and um, I got a call and he said, um, after we closed, like the next day, hey, my, uh, my truck's gonna be here on a Thursday. I'm like, okay, great, where's it going? He said, oh, it's going to the house. I said, you know, it can't because they're still there. You got three weeks. He said, well, yeah, we just tell them, uh, just tell them uh, that we're, we're, we're going to come early. I said, no, they're prepared to use the entire three weeks and you can't make them move out early. So they, I mean, when I say uh, their entire house came from the East Coast with nowhere to be. Uh, wow. At the end of the week, everything was there and he was pressuring me. This is the husband. Uh, pressuring me every single day. Hey, I don't see anything moving. Nothing's. They're not doing anything. <laughs> Have three weeks, um, and so it it became a really big fiasco. He ended up calling a lawyer that told him <sighs> the, the contract is three weeks. You gotta wait. Yeah. And so it, that did not go over very well. I mean, yeah. they irate because they didn't get their way. And I, we had this conversation before. 
um, you know, they have the entire three weeks. You got to let them have it. And uh, and he agreed to it. But then he changed after the deal closed mm. uh, in, in wanting to move in. That was a big deal. Yeah, that sounds like it. Closed. Sounds like exciting times in a real it, estate. It, it was not exciting. <laughs> so what, what did we learn from it? What would you say to somebody else? You know, like, what, what's the lesson? Well, for me, I did, I did have conversations with him about the whole thing. We signed the contract uh, for the, the three week extension. Um, but I, I just learned that, you know, even even doing that, I need to have uh, have it even more so written out that, mm. to expect expectations for mm. during this period of when uh, we're going to be uh, after the close. But in that with the seller has space. Uh, explaining them what to expect. No, you cannot change the deal once you know once we close. And if you want to move, I, explain it. Be more uh, yeah. hands on. More explanation to it, and and, yeah. and make them sign it so he can refer back to the thing he signed. Yeah, yeah, good one, <laughs> good one. Yeah. Whoo, those are fun. All right, what what else you got, Katie? What's next? All right, next question. How do you stay organized and manage your time effectively? And this is a good one for YouTube because clearly y'all got a lot going on. Yeah, you guys so, got a lot of balls that you're juggling in the air. So how do yeah. you keep it all in, in, in line? Yeah. The biggest thing is scheduling um, and making sure that all appointments are put in the calendar. And so what we do is even for my own appointments, I put those and include Latroy so that, you know, we share each other's calendars. So therefore, if there's a training or something comes up that, that we both want to be able to go to, we know what each other's schedule is before anything is planned. What calendar do you guys use? When you say you share a calendar, is it Google Calendar or what do you use? Google Calendars. So I just make sure that I include him so it's included and it puts is put on his calendar and vice versa. We do, you know, we make sure that. I'm getting better at that. I'm it's not always. That's so funny. I always have to double check and ask, hey, do you have anything on Thursday at this time? Well, that's one of the nice things about Google Calendar is you can share each other's calendars. You yeah. can see what's going on with it, with everybody. It's 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 really nice. Do you guys... Um, the issue is when you have 17 different email addresses and you don't know which calendar you're putting stuff that on. That part, right. <laughs> right. Um, so do you guys have a... Um, uh, in, in helping keep things organized and things on track, do you have assistance? Do you have, a, besides the virtual assistance you just talk, told us about, do you have any other assistance that help in this? Not currently. No, so you're able to swing it. You're able to, as busy as you guys are, you're able to just making it. So you guys are pretty much, very much glued to the calendar at that point then. Basically. Yes, but we are planning to, we are planning to grow. Mm -hmm. And once we start growing and bringing in more, you know, agents and staff, then we'll probably look at maybe having like an office manager that can manage the extra stuff mm, okay all right i i think we're going to get to this question at the in fact i know i will but just obviously you just said so you guys are looking to grow you guys are looking for some agents Absolutely. okay all right we'll make that we'll make that really clear at the end of the podcast here too for everybody right. how they can reach you how they can reach out to you what's the next one katie uh all right how do you approach client communication and manage expectations throughout the buying and selling or selling process yeah, you got a. You guys got a system or checklists or anything like that. How do you manage expectations? So we do have a a, a checklist, um, but I think the mainly about managing expectations is is to uh, be abundantly clear on what to expect. 
right? Mm. Tell them uh, before things happen, what's getting ready to come uh, come up and then just being clear and, and then managing every step of the way. You don't just tell them up front and then when you get to the part, you know, you know they've forgotten it. Mm. Every step the way, this is the this is this step we talked about. This is mm. that step, right? And so when you're clear and you tell them what to expect and then that thing happens, they're fully prepared for it. Mm. And then we also do have, um, um, you know, information that we send out. So it's kind of like what to expect when buying, what to expect when selling. And it kind of goes through a list of, you know, expectations of what's going to happen when. And so we make sure that we're communicating with them. Um, like I said, the biggest thing is, is at being uh, upfront and educating them, especially with buyers. You know, it's a scary process for a buyer, especially if it's their first time buying. You know, um, high stress level. And so we want to make sure that we're communicating with them to ease their stress level and then kind of walk through them step by step. So we make, you know, we do a lot of hand holding um, with the clients because we don't want them to feel like they're just out there on their own trying to figure it out. Hmm. How do you, when you, when you um, have a first timer, right? Because we, obviously you're right. The first timers are the ones that really we better pay some special attention to just because they don't know what's going on, right? And we want them to feel very, very comfortable. And not just first timers, but they're, they stick out to me. But, but um, when you're setting these expectations and reminding them of these things, are you guys really phone call oriented with your, with your customers? Yeah. Face-to-face phone call? I, yeah. It's not a text kind of a thing or shooting you an email or you know how, yeah prefer, what's your i prefer to speak with you i think a lot gets lost in translation when you're texting or emailing. Right. yeah a lot yeah. gets missed so we're very hands-on and very verbal so you know the texting and email only comes in if they're not available maybe if they're at work and i need to say hey you know just sent you this form need you to sign it but other than that it's verbal communication when, when you guys get um someone who needs some hand holding i.e a first time home home buyer uh, like, do you guys have like a little first-time homebuyer presentation you give to first-time homebuyers to kind of like, hey, let's get together and let's understand kind of the process before we even go out looking, or is it on the fly as you're as you're starting to work with them? How how do you do that, or do oh, you? For me, um, their information I I send out um, immediately, like you know what to expect when purchasing, you mm. know what is escrow, you know, because these are questions they need to know, like what is the escrow company, how do they yeah. Come? Yeah. And we'll usually have an in-depth conversation about that prior to mm. us going out. Sometimes we will sit down and meet with them face to face. If not, then the, the first time we meet sometimes is when we're out looking at properties. And so usually in the beginning, take the time to sit there and talk to them and kind of go over the process. Ask them, do they have questions? Because they're always going to have questions mm. and make sure that we're readily available. You know, I tell mm-hmm. them. There's no question that's not a good question. You know, just call and ask the question. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's what we do. We offer first-time homebuyer Zoom calls, basically, with me, where I'll walk them through. It's it's really amazing to to do that with first-time time home buyers, you know, because they're just like, oh, oh, oh. They really don't know anything. Just like you said, even escrow. You know, what is that? <laughs> you know, kind of a big piece of the puzzle, really, you know. So, um, yeah, that's great that you do that kind of stuff. This is good, good stuff. What's the next question, Katie? Ah, next question. Do you guys get repeat business and or referrals from, from past clients? And if so, how do you stay on, um, stay top of mind with your database? Mm, good one. So, how yes. much repeat business you get? You get a lot? Uh, 
A lot of repeat business. Uh, uh, some of our best customers are, you know, they bought, you know, four or five uh, or more properties uh, with us over the years, you know, 10, 15 years, you know, they've mm. been our clients. And so uh, obviously we, we love that they come back, but a part of that speaks to who we are and, um, and, and how we've treated our customers in the past or clients uh, that they're willing to and want to come back and utilize us whenever there's something uh, that, you know, whether they want to purchase for investment or, or for personal use. Um, but it, and how we stay top of mind is, is they tend to become a lot of our clients' friends. Mm. And so we'll just check in on you and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? If you got something big, we may even come to that and participate. Mm. If you you know, got something big going on, we will participate. Um, because it, it, it becomes a friendship. Mm. How often? I had a question. Hmm? Oh, How often do you guys reach out to your past clients? Mm. Some pretty regularly. Because regularly. what I was going to say is, you know, it, it becomes more than just a friendship. It, they become extended family. Mm. We become this really big blended family to where they may have a birthday party for their kids or the anniversary or something is going on or for Christmas. And so we have a tendency to get together. So we regularly check in with them on a regular basis. Um, you know, sometimes it's a call if they're busy or it could be a text. It's, hey, just checking in. How's everything going? How's the family? And, and so that, that's just how right. we stay and, and to that, so, you know, my call and, and, you know, and talk with them and say, hey, I'm not feeling so well. I got a, I got a cold or something's going on or, you know, I got COVID. And so I, we've been known to send letters out to say, hey, you know, we know you. And, and it's handwritten. So we're not just don't go by a card and just, but it's mm. handwritten, uh, you know, get well. And mm. so it's, I know that those things really reach home that we care because we do. Because if we, we didn't, we wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's good. That shows a lot. That's good. What else, Katie? What else on there? Okay, let's see. Um, what advice would you give to mm. new or average producing agents looking to increase their success in the industry? Yeah, what's the advice for the new kids, guys? Newbies. What I'm a new kid. I'm trying to make it, man. I'm freaking out. Everybody's telling me I can't do it in this market. What do I do? So first and foremost, I would say if you're new and not necessarily producing a lot, funds are probably going to be less than what you want. And I would say utilize what you have at your disposal, which is social media. Mm. You know, start using social media, start putting out posts, start doing reels, um, putting yourself out there, market yourself to, you know, starting with definitely your sphere of influence. But if you're on social media, that's going to be your immediate sphere of influence. Let mm. people know, hey, I'm out here, I'm doing real estate. And then if you can, Maybe if, if you can't afford to just outright purchase leads, I would partner up with lead generating companies that don't require you to pay up front, but maybe uh -huh. you pay a referral fee. Hmm. You have some that are out there where you can partner up with them and they'll send you referrals. If you get in the contract, then that's when you pay them. You know, hmm. you may have to pay them 30%, but I would say 70% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that darn math. It's always it always works, you know. Darn math. Yeah, no, that's that's a good idea, man. That's 
that's good stuff, man. You're right. If you're brand new, I mean, social is definitely a great avenue to get started on for sure, man. Way heavily on or look into your social media. I mean, not your social media, your uh, your sphere of influence. Mm. Someone you know is wanting to buy a house. Yeah. Someone you know is wanting to sell a house. It might not be today. It might be tomorrow, next yeah. month, year. But that year is going to come around quick. That month's going to come around quick. But if you're yeah, in top of mind by just uh, social media uh, or just calling people, calling them direct, seeing how they're doing, letting them know you're in the business. Because if you're new, they might not know you're in the business. Mm. Right? What's that phrase? Don't be a secret agent. Right. right. <laughs> I love it. What's the next question, Katie? Uh, what areas do you serve? Yeah, this is where we're getting down to nitty gritty. Somebody wants to, somebody's watching this right now, a consumer's watching this. Obviously, a lot of real estate people will watch it, but there's going to be people who looking to buy and sell homes going to be watching this too. What areas do you guys serve uh, if somebody was interested in working with you? The greater uh, Bay Area, as well as the Sacramento area, Stockton area. Um, you know, we've owned the business, the company since 04, but, uh, you know, I've been in the business personally, uh, next month will be 25 years. Um, so I've learned over time, all these different areas that I can, that I can service. And, and I, I love to service, uh, you know, uh, far out places, you know, from where at least from where I am in Fairfield, you know, I'll go to Modesto or, uh, we went down to LA a couple of times last year to, to sell some property. So, you know, we'll go. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Good stuff. What's next, Katie? Anchoring over the U.S. <laughs> That's right, baby. All right. Uh, what's the best way for someone considering buying or selling a home in the areas you serve to reach you? Yeah. How, what's the best way? Um, uh, by calling us directly. Okay. Uh, what's the number? So for me, my phone number is 510-712-3924. Hmm? And I am 707-580-1257. Uh, you can also reach us on uh, Instagram. Uh, we're both on there and have our own pages. We also do have a business Facebook page as well. How about agents that want to maybe talk to you guys about coming to work for you? Do you guys have a good like training program for these peeps or anything like that? You said you might be looking for some people. Are, are you looking for some peeps? Yes, yes, we are looking to um, take on agents um, at this time. We're looking at new, but you know, also seasoned agents as well. Cool, cool. So looking for people, you got some resources. What's the office line for them to reach out to you? Office number is 800-532-0021. Yes. All right, good, good stuff. Well, guys, hey, big round of applause for you guys for being here and showing up. Super appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to us to have you here. I think you gave a lot of really good information for uh, a lot of people in real estate who are not doing, you know, upwards of 30 deals in the past 12 months. So pretty, pretty neat stuff. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. For the rest of you watching the Weird Loan Girl podcast, don't forget we are here for the loans. We do loans over here. That's what we do. Uh, if you need somebody pre approved, just reach out to us at 707 220 1444. We lend in all 50 states. We have on time closing, superior communication, and unprecedented follow up. That's who we are and what we do. We would love to hear from you. So we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. You guys have a fabulous day, and we'll see y'all later. Adios. Bye, guys. Thanks for having us. 
Hey, before we go, Katie, give him the joke. How do you, how do you make an egg roll? I have no idea. You push it. Okay. What do you think? Scale of one to ten, the impact of that joke. It's a pretty good dad. Joke. I was thinking, that, but I was like, nah, that's too easy. <laughs> That's why we like it, because it's easy, simple, and sweet. Love it. All right, you guys. Have a great one. Thanks for being here. Super appreciate it. Bye, guys.